0: Welcome to the Craft Brewed Music Podcast, the official podcast of Craft Brewed Music, the home of small batch streaming. Here we explore better music for serious listeners and those who create it. I'm Brian Horner, founder and curator of Craft Brewed Music, and I'm joined by my friend and co-host Aaron Stamen, a Craft Brewed Music artist.
1: Hello from Seattle. How are you, Brian?
0: Hey, Aaron, I'm doing well. I'm uh, having a Terrapin Golden Ale, a beer I just discovered at my dad's house this past weekend. In Athens, Georgia. And uh, I think it's going to set me up nicely for the conversation
1: we're going to have tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I have been uh, spending a lot of time this week uh, listening to Davina and the Vagabonds. And I got to say, uh, that is a tremendously diverse uh, palette she has to deal with, with her vocal stylings, her blends of genres. And I got to say, if you're looking for a soundtrack for a Diverse emotional landscape. This is the way to go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've got Davina Lozier here with us, and uh, and we're going to be talking about her her work with Davina and the Vagabonds. Their catalog of recordings, they've charted in Billboard and toured all over the world. And uh, and as you were saying, it's it's uh, such a such a unique collection of types of music that I think it's best to. Um, Let the Music Speak for Itself. So let's take a listen to Start Running from Davina and the Vagabond's live album, Nicolette and Tenth.
2: You've got to see what's coming. You've got to know what is right in front of you. You better step up, step out, or start running, or I'm gonna be coming after you. I know you're trying to take my man and my money, girl. That's just what you do. So you better step up, step out, or start running, or. I'm going to make a mess out of you I know what you want It ain't happening Well, I can't You ain't got what it takes You can hike that skirt up there Oh, no one's looking Nothing is gonna pretty up that face Well, you know you ain't got it I cannot have it I know you're wanting Beware, girl, I'm a walking and I own it and I ain't shivering. I so told you better step up, step out, or start running on. Oh you know what I'm gonna do? Come on, boy. you might be at your mammy's or your sister's, well, no matter where you are, it just ain't too far, no, you ain't got it, I can't have it, I know you want it, you can't touch it, beware girl, I'm laughing, and I own it, and I ain't sharing, thought so you better step up, out, or start running, or I'm gonna be.
0: Hey, Davina, thanks so much for uh, joining us.
2: Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me.
1: It's great so to talk to you, We were, hey, we were you know, well, we've been talking in the... In... Oh, sorry it's okay we're, all, we're awesome at this
2: <laughs> okay i'm gonna shut up you go ahead you go first you go first, you go first. we are
1: professional <laughs> podcast Well, this is well, the first
2: human contact i think i've had but <laughs> well, it's not even real so it's not all, and it's and not really all that human <laughs> it's not even that human so
0: <laughs> like humans aren't how i remembered them
2: <laughs> but they laugh a lot all
0: right let's try this we'll try this again okay Hey, Davina, thanks a lot for being here with us.
2: Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. This has been fun already. At the go. <laughs> at the word go.
0: Yeah. We were, uh, we've been talking in the first few episodes about craft brew music and how we're kind of all about establishing this genre that's, uh, has to do with being in between and across genres. And so, of course, you fall right smack in the middle of that. Um, and so we're. That's kind of one of the things we want to focus on is, is is talking about what goes into or what has gone into everything that you are and sound like.
2: Wow. Do we have enough time for that? That's like so much information.
0: We'll make You want time. to get
2: inside this head. No, we got it. We, just, we have to take like five hours.
0: Yeah. Well, we were that thinking that if no we machine. could cap it at three hours mm-hmm. or so, we could get it in.
2: Okay, perfect. That'll be we'll,
0: edit, we'll edit it down to three.
2: Okay, good. Yeah, we're really uh, we're really cross genre. That's one thing that we've this well that I've always been. You know, uh, I'm kind of all over the map, and I've been a sponge with music. You know, and been surrounded by different types of music. Um, So I, you know, allow that to obviously influence me, since it's stuff that went in my ear. You know, and has solidified me as a human with music. So I just kind of uh, don't like being cornered. I don't know. I'm just doing me. You know what I mean? And that changes just like everybody else, you know?
0: Yeah. I had read, um, you know, about your parents' collection and and how that was an influence on you. And it sounds like that probably set you up for, um, a really kind of, um, diverse approach to your own listening as you, as you, you know, went out on your own.
2: Yeah, totally. You know, but I'm into like, I'm, of course, I'm into a lot of uh, cross era. You know, like different from like the 20s until, you know, even now. Like I'm, I, you know, I grew up. My brother was an 80s kid. You know, so I grew up listening to orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark and Bauhaus and The Cure and Joy Division. You know, so there's always, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this dark side, 80s side to me. And I don't, I don't know if you can even hear that in there. And then. You know, my mom was a folk singer, and then uh, my adopted father was born in 1902. You know, so all of that is kind of just uh, definitely makes me who I am today. And it it breathes in everything creatively for me, too. Not just music, you know, uh, just in so many different facets of my life. So,
1: And were there periods of listening where you went deep on certain things? Or was it always like, I'm going to go from Louis Armstrong to The Cure in one listening session
2: it was probably me going deep on everything you know like if I was going to listen to Led Zeppelin it would be for four years straight you know if I was going to listen you know I just I have blotches of time where I really dig deep with artists not necessarily genres so what I dig deep on is the songwriting of Jeff Tweedy and Wilco You know, and I'll listen to, like, just Wilco and just Jeff Tweedy for a little bit. And then there's Louis Armstrong, where I'll listen to, to, you know, him and Sidney Bechet. That's true, though. Sometimes when I listen to, like, 20s to 40s stuff, I tend to do, like, you know, Fats Waller and Sidney Bechet and, you know, um, Louis Armstrong and and things like that. But, it's yeah, I dig deep. I just don't. uh, And sometimes doing shows is hard for me because we're so cross genred it can be difficult and take me a second because it can be jarring for me. So when I write set lists and doing live stuff, I try to take that into consideration for my own creative being in the band. So we're not like, oh, I know we just did Billie Holiday, but now let's do a CCR cover. You know, like it just <laughs> would be really weird. I don't cover CCR, by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you mentioned that, you know, that it's not just music; it's it's that way, kind of throughout other areas of your life. And um, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear more about that. What are you know outside of music? What is what does that kind of diversity look like?
2: I mean, with architecture, with my my like even my bric-a-brac and my tchotchkes keys, you know, and my vintage clothing and like, um, you know, like I I just love older things. I love to touch and be part of history in that way. And so I collect a lot of like. Turn of the century stuff, and then I also collect clothing from the twenties to the fifties, and you know, I, uh, I mean, just I wish I could show you. My I wish you were here. I could show you just everything. I'm a Victrola, you know. I have a Victrola uh, player, but I also have a CD player. You know.
1: I was just going to ask you, Davina do you Do you have a Victrola in your house? Because I imagine when I imagine your home, I imagine a Victrola. And I'm so glad to hear you say that
2: yeah so i mean you know i just kind of uh i don't have uh eight tracks i did at one time uh and i don't have too new do you remember eight tracks are you guys older or younger than me
1: we're older Uh, than you um but (laughs) yeah uh, i don't know about that
2: but uh so yeah i'm just kind of always uh just whatever i'm attracted to visually and audibly and uh you know, artistically, it, it always just seems to stem from era's back. Um, and I'm not really sure why.
0: So what is it right now? What are you, what's, what's the Shit. thing you're listening deeply to now?
2: I'm actually really in a rut right now. You've talked to me during kind of a time where, like, what did I listen to today? I actually listened to Ruth Brown. She's kind of like one of the pioneers of r um, and I listened while I was doing dishes before I talked to you, I only got half of them done because of you guys, by the way. But Sorry about that. Was, we'll be over to help finish okay. them. Okay. Oh gosh. I'd made a roast and everything. So it's, you got to get some elbow grease.
0: Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I told my daughter to clean the, to do the dishes when I came up to do this, by the way, I was like, Hey, do this. So I don't well, have I hope to do she it when did, um,
2: done. Should I, I give too. her a shout out? You better do the dishes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Daughter. Thank you.
2: Well, I don't <laughs> well, <laughs> Daughter daughter I don't know
1: right?
2: daughter that's a um, but I it. listened to Ruth Brown I was really into a, a Nick uh Nick Drake for mm-hmm. a good first like 3 months of covid kind of lockdown that's not mm-hmm. a good idea when you're depressed just to listen mm-hmm. to Drake right. over and over again but mm-hmm. I did and it's fantastic and um I you know it's it's that time when you when you really get down and dirty with these musicians and and these artists and these creative Beings, I mean, they are your best friend at that time. So, you know, to me, it's important that I have the same vibe as that person. Um, and sometimes I'll even eat that up and and you know, make my vibe that person. You know, uh, just because music is so uh, soul changing. You know,
0: does that vibe you're absorbing come out in your writing? Are you more likely to be writing a sure. bunch of up tempo stuff or a lot of ballads? Or
2: mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think so. When I write music. Uh it's never a complete formula every time. Yeah. You know, but um I definitely do write if it lends to what I'm listening to. Sometimes I won't because it scares me that I'm listening to that. I'm gonna rip it off. Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes I have to take a break from it and then come back to it. And that's where your like kind of your muscle memory comes in with uh melody lines, like your brain you know, we'll pick out really what is interest you. I think if you wait a hot minute, you know, I'm not going to listen to like, you know, a Louis Prima and then try to write a song with just a jump swing. It would just sound too trite. You know, mm-hmm. it would just sound too much like Louis Prima. So I try to take that times. Um, But there is times that when I have to force myself to write. I don't know if you guys are writers, but Um, Sometimes I'll give myself projects, like I'll write three drive off a cliff songs and I'll be like, I can't write another drive off a cliff (laughs) song because that's how I'm feeling, you know, so I'll force myself and I'll even sometimes force myself to write them in specific keys uh, just to kind of challenge myself. And that can kind of uh, help because, you know, when you do write and you have to write for an album, that's a lot of feels you got to push in, you know, and uh, sometimes... uh, it helps listening to music, but I don't know. A lot of it's feel oriented for me.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I agree with that notion that when you're having problems with, uh, with, uh, with quality, uh, sometimes, uh, making yourself a, a set of assignments for volume, uh, of work is, uh, is important in order to, to get back on track. And just having really hard to kind mis- of prescriptive, yeah, like yeah. you're going to do key of E flat. You're going to do three mm-hmm. songs that are uh, absolutely dour, yeah. And that people want to kill themselves, yeah. Um, and uh, get it till Friday, yeah,
2: <laughs> and go. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's so, it's, it's definitely different uh, when you have to force yourself to, you know. But something always beautiful comes out of it, regardless, you know. But.
1: Well,
0: now you've hopefully. talked about how the band is, you know, you, you're touring so much, you spend so much time together that it's like a, a second family or maybe a first family. So that must have really impacted you this past several months when there's not been that outlet. I imagine you're seeing there's there's fewer vagabonds in your life than usual.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. When you, you know, when you go down from when you have 189, 190 gigs a year to four, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's just so many repercussions emotionally, mentally, physically, financially. I mean, uh-huh. it's really at this point, what are we going in? Like the seventh or eighth month, ninth uh-huh. month? I don't even know. Who am I? Like, what day is it? Um, yeah. yeah, it really does. I see Connor. He's he's my brother. And, uh, you know, I, he's very much so my band family and a forever person for me, you know, and um, and he's the drummer, Chops, and I see him as much as I can. We just did a couple live shows, too, and it was so much fun. I don't even know mm-hmm. if it sounded good. Like, who even a <laughs> It didn't matter, You right? know what I mean? It just yeah. didn't. And it, it does show you the priorities, you know, when you go from this, like, nonstop hustle, which is literally what I was in for a decade. I mean, that's all I did was tour, um, you know, for over a decade. So, you know, it definitely... This is a weird time, guys. Wow, Indeed. I don't know, but Indeed it is. You know, we're getting through it, and we'll figure it out.
1: I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned uh, your uh, Connor um, and uh, the the drummer and uh, the Vagabonds. Uh, the first thing I came across before I even uh, delved into the uh, the the full uh, recording studio catalog, I came across on YouTube. Uh, one of your uh, live performances of Louisiana Fairy Tale, mm-hmm. and that is yeah. an absolutely sublime thing that you've created.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's like a really, you know, he's a uh, he. I don't know, he's just perfect for this gig, you know. And I think he'd be perfect for a lot of gigs. You know, what I really like about Connor is we kind of came from the same background when it comes to. You know, uh, our wide, like, diverse love for roots music. We're both really root-oriented. And, uh, you know, anywhere from, like, uh, Little Walter Blues, you know, to jazz, to, like, even the Decemberists, which I still even consider Americana rootsy kind of,
1: mm-hmm. you know.
2: So we just have this real love for older music. We always, you know, sing Sam Cooke when we're up front in the van together, you know, and blast you know just have fun and um he's just a killer drummer and a killer singer and an amazing dude like just absolute brilliant human being too so i lucked out finding him as a friend and a drummer for sure
0: we were talking about the uh continuity between the studio records and you know your live performances say on youtube and your live record um and the the kind of uh drama in your music um both visually and musically uh
1: it it is it is a compelling thing i mean not uh, uh, certainly when you when you watch live performances that have video you can see your facial expressions and the way you interact with with the vagabonds and it is truly a, a pleasure to see people enjoying their music and having this uh this this cinematic moment
2: this is showbiz in a a way. So it's hard for me to kind of convey, um, the difference between, you know, the passion that I have for the music that I do and how, how obviously transparent I try to be, um, when it comes to like, these are my expressions, this is my word, this is my story I am telling you. And I think that, uh, when I'm doing that, to me, I'm hoping that it's honest and it doesn't look like a theatrical moment because I'm trying to exude honesty. Um, And then, you know, there are things where I'll be like, and Connor chops McRae, hammer like every once in a while, throw (laughs) the guy's middle name in or something like that when I'm introducing them. And like when we screw around, and I mean, it's not shtick, but, um, you know, we definitely are having fun. And, you know, and to me that lightens the, like, the mood when we can have conversations back and forth on stage. by real slow Oh Days seem like weeks Weeks seem like days Go on blues and Take your You. The blues took you away from me. Yeah.
0: the sugar drops record really struck me in a couple of ways um i loved uh the the sound of it and it struck me as being very much rooted in your past music and also very much taking a step um you know in in a step forward in your evolution as far as the sound of it there was more to my ear more more pop elements and there was guitar and and it was on a a label compass Records subsidiary that that made sense compass is a label that that does a lot of different things and so i was curious to to have you talk a little bit about about that step and some of what went into that
2: well i busted my tush writing all the songs i mean there's a couple covers i don't know let me look you think i would know what's on it Um, I did an Alan Toussaint cover and I did a Bessie Smith cover and a Ben Harper tune as well. Talk about wide variety of people, (laughs) I guess. But those are the covers that Mm -hmm. I did, but everything else I wrote and like just busted my tush. And, um, you know, when I went in there, I brought them all, you know, the songs and Zach and I really worked hard. Each song is really different, but, I think that having the guitar on it really threw people for a loop because, you know, out of all of my 7 albums, I had no guitar. I've never played with a guitar right. player ever on stage with the Vagabonds, you know. Um so that really kind of brought out that and I am a pop writing lover. Like I just dig writing pop for some reason every once in a while I'll just have some weird bubblegum hook and I just go with it, you know? So, I mean, it's just all over the map, just like everything. So that is very much so me. But that guitar and the producing and I think the Nashville sound, I guess, uh, you know, really kind of made it. Doug Lancio, he's Patty Griffin and uh, John Hyatt and Tom Jones guitar player. He's the one who did the guitaring. I love Doug's work. Guitaring? Is that guitaring?
0: He guitared and guitared.
2: Guitar and guitaring. <laughs> <laughs> phillips was the upright bass player and i cannot even tell you how wonderful he was as an upright player if that's one thing that nashville has it's upright players and he did a great job too um and then there's reese wine and stevie mm-hmm. ray Vaughan, and he played oh the hand of v3 yeah. on joe bonamassa i think he played with and then roland barber uh which yeah. isn't in the, the notes uh he played yeah, trombone great. Um, and he was super, and I liked him. I wanted to hug him, but <laughs> I think it would have freaked him out. But he's a sweetheart, and um, he he did an amazing job, you know. And then Zach wrote all of the string arrangements for Mr. Big Talker. And so those are live strings, and that's my husband's writing, and he did such an amazing Beautiful. job with that. If you'd, yeah,
1: fantastic um, track. Beautiful. And,
2: you know... Um, and all these songs, they all have a meaning, you know, just like I guess anybody, I don't know, uh, uh anybody who's writing, I guess all their songs have a meaning, but um, they each have their own little personality, you know, and I I, I wasn't sure going to Nashville how they would take me because mm-hmm. that's just how I roll. Like every song is a gem in itself to me, you know, mm-hmm. and they're so different all the time, but um I feel the vibe is part of the story. Don't you, man? Like, I don't know. it's The vibe's part of the story. So that's sure. why I like changing up vibes. Needs to be talking. What a shocker. You've never been in love. Never been in love with anyone but you You took her time and you took her dime And you breathed up all her air I say your life ain't fair Cause all your lies are true Oh, what's a girl to do? Mr. Talker You forgot about her I Blue is blue of eyes, they can see through your disguise. She'll take what you left, and she'll make the best of it. She'll even make it through all you've done. Oh, what a girl to do?
0: Nashville's a, a town that values the song for sure.
2: They really did. And that was my first, and I, I you know, it was a great experience. Uh, it was a great studio. Gary was really kind. Um, you know, and, and I've never worked with a producer before either. I've always self produced all my albums. Ooh, so that was different for me, you know, to have somebody talk over me. Mm-hmm. And that was fine with me, you know. Not talk over me, but make other decisions too. And I had to, you know, cut, check my ego a couple times. And I think that that was a brilliant thing as well. Cause you were,
1: you were okay re- relinquishing some of the creative vision.
2: Yeah. Like to be honest with you, I told him no guitar. Hmm. I fought for it for a little bit. And then, um, and then I, ga- I, I let, and then he goes, well, just have him show up. You're going to love it, you know, in his southern accent. Just have them show off. You're, you know, and I was like, fine. I'm, you know, um, and I felt like my punk rock notch just got like knocked down. <laughs> but then when Doug when Doug started playing and I started hearing, he was in the next room next to me uh, at the grand piano. Um, you know, it was just really hip, and he didn't um, over accentuate Like my problem is with not all guitar players, but like they just play all the notes. All Mm -hmm. of them. All
1: of them. Guitar players are a real problem. I agree.
0: Aaron's a guitar player and he plays all the
1: notes.
2: All of them, Aaron. I I mean, just try it. Just do all at once. All
1: of them. You you spend all the time learning (laughs) all the notes, obligated to play all of them.
2: You're like, I put time into all these notes. Yeah. Yeah. But he was really tasty and he really added um, just some amazing stuff. So I'm really glad that I. wasn't didn't continue to be a jerk you know and i i gave in you know
0: well it's uh, a great result it's a it's a really great record and it's
1: a uh, a fantastic record thanks God. had a really cool step
0: in the evolution i thought what's next what is next it's a great question (laughs) k-pop so that'd be an unexpected (laughs) direction for you (laughs) (laughs) so have you been busy writing during the, the quarantine
2: I actually have like six songs that I have parts of them written. Um, So, and that's really common for me. I don't know why, but um, I'm like, Oh, I got this idea. and That's all I got, you know? So, but I, I am, I'm trying to write as much as I can and um, you know, try to, it's been tough. Uh, you know, I live in Minneapolis and we had a, a huge civil uh, unrest here. Yeah. I live three blocks mm-hmm. away from ground zero, at, like third precinct. So I spent a lot of the summer Zach and I, and, and actually the vagabonds too, to raise money, to help, you know, cause my target is gone. Our mm. grocery stores are gone. My post office was burnt down. It's been really kind of crazy. Um, and a little bit too, uh, too overwhelming for me to think clear enough to write about it, you know, cause it needs mm-hmm. to be poignant, not just yeah. like my town is burning down, you know, like I, I'd like it to yeah. be better than, yeah. than that. And at this point, that's kind of all I can do, but, but yeah, I'm writing, uh, as much as I can. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm liking it, them, you know? So,
0: so you mentioned, you, you know, you'd be willing to play for us.
2: So we thought we would do Bone Collection. It's off this album that I talked a lot
0: about. Great. Great. Yeah. All right.
2: (laughs) So you want a song about my deep confessions? The rivers that drown me in my bone collection. I'll do what I can. Make you fall in love with me You can have my fingers Collect my toes Chew on my secrets And dance on my woes I'll do what I can To make you fall In love with me Take the nail out of the coffin I've got nothing to hide the big old pile of secrets stacked up inside Go ahead and take a peek, crack it open real wide Strap yourself in, it's gonna be a wild ride I can dig real fast, I can dig real slow I can shovel all around you so I'm kneeling below and I'll do what I can to, to make you, make you, make you Make you fall in love with me. Come on now, people, let me sing you my troubles. You want to hear it, so grab another shovel. Help me dig up these bones that I'll carry along, So I can be on my way. Now, The sticks and stones can bend you or break you. Love me or leave me. Just know that I want to do anything I can to make you and make you fall in love with me. So you wanna so hung about my deep confessions. The pain and the sorrow and all my life lessons. I'll I'll do what I can to to make you fall in love with. I'll I'll do what I can to make you fall in love with. I'll do what I can to make you fall in love with me.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Beautiful.
2: Sure. Thank you guys. Thanks for being the first people I talked to aside from my husband in four weeks.
0: <laughs> well, and we, we apologize
2: more,
1: for our lack of skill in thank that you. regard.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Oh, she did great.
2: <laughs> they said thank you. Yeah.
1: Congratulations on the, uh, on the new West album. Uh, it has been a joy to, uh, to, to delve into that and to your, uh, uh, and to your entire catalog, this this past couple weeks, doing some more intensive listening, Just nice. fabulous stuff. Yeah, agreed. Well,
2: I appreciate it. Thank you for being nice about um stuff that's important to me. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks for listening. For more craft brewed music, visit craftbrewedmusic dot com. Please feel free to rate, review, and share the show. See you next time.